Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Back with another episode. I got to plug the audio show one more time. We officially switched over to the Bleach Report Podcast Network. Shout out to BR. Only thing you got to do is search up Through the Wire on Apple Podcasts and eventually on Spotify, and we should pop up. People be like, man, why, why should we download that when we already watching this? Because we drop one extra episode of Through the Wire a week that's not on this channel. So if you want to hear us talking about some other stuff, every Friday, new show, Through the Wire. We were just ranked at 26, right? 26 yeah. in sports. So we're trying to get high. 36. 36 in sports. Come on, you should have just. up for number one. We should have right. just. Uh, I don't want to lie to the people. Okay. They're going to be like, he was lying. Kenny a liar. We had 37 at this moment. He MVP. Follow the Twitter page. Link will be in the description. Facts. We'll post the links for the video here and Facts. also the audio version. And don't forget to drink Gatorade. See, we're not getting paid for that. <laughs> we're not getting paid enough for that. I might be holding out. <laughs> <laughs> Basketball, though. I got endorsements we don't know about. It's, so tell me, tell us what you just said before the show started, Derek. I'm sorry for disrespecting Lonzo last episode about him not being an elite defender as a point guard. So what made you change your mind? Did you watch him and you saw it? No, or I, I stepped back and thought about it. I was like, who is like an elite defending point guard? And immediately he came to my mind. Okay. So Other I people, I was reading the comment section and people said we missed out on Marcus Smart, who's a good candidate always. Yeah. And I, now he's starting. I've seen uh, Marcus Smart's name on I was also Twitter. thinking Ben Simmons since he's also. That's, us, yeah, that's a another good, defender, good name. Is, but I don't think he on Lonzo level. Right now, you think you think Russell Westbrook got a chance since no. OKC? OKC uh, to playing uh, at a high level defensively. They are, so they I are think at it, a very high level. But I think, uh, I, like again, when you talk about Lonzo, Marcus Smart, I don't think he there. Right. But I mean, listen, that is a big accomplishment. Like yeah. the first team all defense. So if you don't make that, that don't mean you're not a good defender. Right. You know Second like, team all defense is still right. Yeah. Good. So uh, Russell Westbrook can be a good defender and not be on either one of those lists. Mm-hmm. Same with Marcus Smart and. Um, I just feel like Lonzo's presence defensively has been more known. Right. Like it's it's, and it's hard to do that as a guard. Yeah, just like and then John Wall spaz and people be like, oh man, why ain't you do it? So it's like, come on now. <laughs> I almost did that. I almost did that just because I, I I hate stands, right? I hate people that stand a specific player or whatever. So I was gonna go on Twitter and just talk trash about how good John Wall was playing against Lonzo, even though I wasn't actually watching that game. I was just checking the stats while <laughs> yeah. out for dinner. Um but I was cl- I was this close to tweeting about like is Lonzo playing tonight? That's what I was going to tweet and uh, and just wait for the replies to come well, in. Just have one for me because like, <laughs> this is the bad thing about Lonzo playing good defense on on like certain people because now it's like every time he plays against somebody, it becomes expected. Expe- yeah, it becomes expected. So now when Curry go for forty on them, they're going to be but like, like oh, look, you can't say that no about the. Like the elite of the elite, they're gonna give you like a good night some nights, and you can't. Right, most yeah. nights, most nights they right. will. Yeah, right. so like you can't bash them for having John Wall drop forty and sixteen on them. Another thing I want to—that's a two K stat line, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I believe in Bro, John he, Wall. He had a lot of nice passes too. He was hitting Sam Decker with. Did he foul Alonzo? I forgot Sam Decker uh, even got traded there. I'm like, what are you talking did he about? Foul, did he foul Alonzo? Yeah, he did. He, he definitely he did. Did. He definitely got the contact. You see, that, that was a home court call, right? When he went for the chase down block, he hit him with basically body, all body, all body, right? And they didn't call. When you a superstar, you get those calls. Another thing I want to bring up: that superstar was on a three game losing streak. Is he a game. superstar or is he no, a star? He, he, I don't think he's a superstar. He's in between an all star and a star. Yeah, his, his next step would be superstar. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's I think. What winning will get him to the superstar. In my eyes, it's probably like six superstars in the entire NBA, right? 
We got like LeBron, we got Giannis. KD, Stephen Curry, Giannis, Anthony and Kawhi Davis. Anthony Davis. Those may be the six. James Harden. What about MVP? James Harden, right. Russell Westbrook is a Russell, superstar. Yeah, damn. Maybe there's like nine or ten is superstars. Superstar? Yeah, yeah, I think he's a superstar. Based on his play, Joel yes. Embiid is a superstar. I, would I don't know if Kawhi is a superstar. Why wouldn't he be? I mean, he dominates the game against no matter who. No, 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 no. You could be a superstar and not. You you more talking about like off court stuff? Like he yeah, he literally he's everything. literally a basketball player. Yeah. yeah. I still think it's you know you though. know something that's crazy. Kawhi's a two time All Star, two time only a two time <laughs> and Finals MVP. Finals MVP. Like Kawhi just got a weird because he, yeah career. he missed last year completely. Yeah. That would have been another All Star type year. Two time All Star and he was in the West. No, never mind. But hey, he got that one thing that a lot of players want. And that's that ring and, and Finals, finals MVP, MVP and yeah, Finals so. MVP. No, yeah, Kawhi is a superstar. But I was talking about the off-court type thing. Oh, they, yeah. they go that spin move by Pascal Siakam. Blake Griffin might not be better than Kawhi, but he might be. He got the Kia commercials, and he in movies and shit like that. Yeah, he's more well-liked by the people outside of basketball. Yeah. You know, Sometimes people got that presence. But basketball, uh-huh. back to back, the actual game and, and not the celebrity. I want to ask you a question. That's why, I'm, that's why I was happy that you started with Lonzo. Um, I had an exchange... A few days ago, what I think somebody you know, uh, legend of winners, shout yeah, out Low. Low, yeah, shout out to him. Um, he was talking to Ball like Kobe. Yo, Ball like Kobe to mix. Like, he is everywhere. <laughs> <He's> everywhere, <laughs> bro. everywhere. He talks to everybody. So Low said had some tweet about Lions or whatever. He, he wasn't even being disrespectful or bashing him. He was just giving his opinion and. Um, I think his opinion was basically saying that Lonzo to him personally is a bust and that he wanted to see more from him or something like that. And Ball, like Kobe the Mixtape, quoted it and tagged me and Kenny like, is this y'all man's or whatever? And um, Lowe's one of my guys, too. They so, had yeah. an exchange going back and forth. And uh, Lowe had said something. And I appreciate the way he put it. It was wrong, but I still like the way he put it. Because, you know, some people are wrong, but they still try to act like they know exactly what they're saying mm-hmm. about something that you said. Like if somebody, when, when that dude was talking about, I'm going to never forget this. When that dude told you that Kyle Lowry was MVP, <laughs> yeah. like, so he basically said, like, I believe their um, definition of a bust is somebody who is out of the NBA, which is false. Yes, yeah, not didn't say that. Yeah. We just use examples of a lot of people that aren't in the NBA. Um. And he was saying that he thinks a bus is somebody that's didn't live up to the hype. So that that's such an unfair reason. Yeah, th- that and that's that's and that's I, what you know I was. Bust and in all honesty, who created the hype was his dad. But not, not even for Lonzo, but just for players particular, they don't create the hype. If yeah. the media says Andrea Bargnani is the next Dirk, he's not putting that on himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the media is creating that. Um, and for, my first thing I wanted to clear up was that we didn't, we don't think that a bus is somebody that's only out of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, I also wanted to put a stance on what we do think a bus is, or at least what I think a bus is. I can't put it to the context that if you don't meet the hype or whatever, uh-huh. that you're a bus, because a bus is such a. a Degrading word Yeah it's my It's one of my Least favorite words In sports So it's like When we We're talking about Lonzo And we're using the word And people are using The word bust In his sophomore season Is is kind of Mind blowing to me Because I mean The man The man has a different Body than he had last year Like he's still growing as a as a, a person, yeah, literally yeah, a person. Like, like still, 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 boy. So yeah. we ain't like even we ain't seen nothing as close as to what we're gonna get uh, as far as the finished product because physically he's not even there. So to even be using the word "bus" is crazy. And then also, 
it's just so many different situations. Greg Oden, to me, I can't call him a bust because he got hurt. The it's out of his control. It's literally out of his control. And then again, when we talk about not meeting the hype or things like that, if somebody calls Andrea Bariani the next Dirk, I, I mean, I didn't think he was going to be the next Dirk. Right. That's very extreme. And also, what if, yeah, you don't live up to the hype, but you're still a quality NBA player? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, think that yeah. – no, no, you do you. I think there's just a standard standard for what you have to be. If you're a first pick in the draft and you come in – there's, nobody really expects you to be a 20 to 30 point score your rookie season. You got to put some ex- expect- uh, expectancy. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, it's you love word. that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a hard word, but it don't even matter. It's just, you just gotta, you got to put that fine line for him. I, if he comes in as a first pick and he's going like maybe five points on 10 shots a game, you kind of look at it the wrong way. Like, that's not no struggle. That's he's literally not playing well at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's why I love I, to use players that aren't in NBA because right, that's why I say it's fine to be you know highly recruited in college and then you come in and you're a six man type player. You don't have to come in and be a star right off the bat. You I think can come in and be a starter. I think the definition of a bus should be more based on your positioning in the draft. So, for example, if you were drafted first or second overall, but there are so many people drafted after you that exceeded what you did, then in that case, you're probably a bust, right? But if we're taking a look at this that draft class where Lonzo Ball is in, I mean, yeah, there are people that were drafted after him that are doing better than him, but we're still talking about players that are 20 years old, 21, 22 years old. Usually players don't hit their prime until we're talking 27, 28, until they're 30. So I I think the definition of a bust should be – oh, not the definition, but when we start talking the word bust, it should take way longer than one and a half seasons, if you ask me. I don't think a player should still be in his rookie contract. And also with Lonzo, you can tell that he's not a full bust because he does more than just like – He's not a half. Yeah, he's not anything towards a bust. bust. Because I think a lot of things, too, is this is why it's important for people to be – like into basketball. I feel like a lot of people aren't into basketball. They're into the NBA. And what what that brings to the table is that when you do have these drafts and things like that, people don't know that the type of player that they're getting. You're comparing Lonzo to Donovan Mitchell. And yeah, Donovan Mitchell is scoring and doing things like that. But anybody who watched Lonzo didn't expect him to come into the NBA and be a scorer. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get the shot. It struggled a lot. But I never expected him to come in and be Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never expected him to be some 20-point scorer. I expected him to be like a Jason Kidd they type were player. They him to Steph right. coming out you of college. Can, you can see the potential. You can see. Steph. <laughs> yes. I heard a lot of Steph Curry comparisons. Yeah, there were Steph Curry I don't comparisons. Know where y'all saw that at. No, it's li- no. I, don't wanna th- I ain't throwing no shade, but there, yeah. No, I'm cool. No, because no, I've seen I've seen the Lamelo and stuff. Yeah, I've seen Lamelo, but I didn't even that's stupid to me. Lamelo's gonna be really. He's 16. How are you comparing him to one of the best players ever? Because he shoots from deep. Yeah, that's a comparison. Comparisons. This is what happened in sports. Just because they happen, I I don't mean I gotta agree with them. I don't agree with that. I I don't agree. Agree, but you said how did that happen? I'm telling you how it happened. I mean, it's just. LeBron, I think Andrew Wiggins and LeBron is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I think Lamelo yeah, and crazy. Steph is closer than Wiggins and LeBron. That's that, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, for instance, even when we look at um, because you say the the draft positioning, but it's we done seen some drafts where it's like, bro, Derek Williams was the second pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all consider Derrick Williams a boss? Uh, uh, hell yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, Michael K. Gilchrist, number two pick, yeah. seven year in his career, bust or no? 
Michael Keegan. Now, that I, now, one, I, it's hard I, yeah, to I don't think a, he's it's, a bust. It's hard to put an answer on that. He still has a job, and he still starts. See, see, now you're going back to that thing, though, where where he said that our definition of bust is out of the league. Yeah. That's not that's not what a bust is. Hildreth is a, a bust because he's still right. in the league. I think he's still – I think he produces – Do y'all know yeah. his expectations for when he came to the league? Like, what was his comparisons be? Anything no. like that? Uh, not not exactly. I mean, I can look it up real quick. Oh, my gosh. Only thing he really that's doesn't do well yeah, is shoot the yeah, ball. Yeah, the shooting. And sometimes he'll take it. He'll make yeah. it. But most of them, more than likely, he's going to miss. Yeah, that's like yeah, his, he's, really he's trash like his big downfall yeah. is that he yeah. can't shoot the ball. He was compared like, to Jerry Wallace and Iggy. And if that was his comparison. Is, is, is a very good comparison. Right. But Jerry Wallace started he, to shoot the ball yeah. a lot Yeah, he didn't hit that. Better. And, um, and I think that his his things is never going to come around. You know how we always say, well, you can learn to shoot the ball. His form is completely out of whack. Right, it would have yeah. been changed something about a jump shot if that was, if yeah. that was the case. Yeah, my kid Gilchrist might be. Look at this draft, though. <laughs> this oh, is the what year are we talking? 2006 draft. Two Andrea Bargnani is the first overall. Shout out Andrea Bargnani. Um, who, now, is Andre Bargnani a bus? Yes. Even though he, he had a couple good years yeah, in the NBA. I don't know if he's a bust. The years he did play, he played pretty well. He's a 21-point yeah. scorer. Yeah, he 19, had a few good years. 17, 15, 15 again. I don't know if he's a bust. I, don't think, I wouldn't consider him a bust. How many years did he play in the NBA? Nine? From 21 yeah, nine. to 30. And did, yeah. he didn't, did he start all the years, too? I, don't, no, I think he, he was coming off the he bench, too. And he was getting around he started, to he started majority of the years. And it wasn't because of injury, right? He wasn't no. out of the league because of injury. It no, because he's not he, out of the league because he went to the Nets. The, the year before he went out of the league, he was a 15-point scorer with the Knicks. Went to Brooklyn literally the next year. They, he started zero games. They misused him. He only played 13 minutes. And he, I guess he said, I'm not going to spend my time here. Yeah. Why would I do that? So he probably, he probably went packed back it overseas. up overseas and got, yeah. and got right. you know. See, that I wouldn't classify as a bust. I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I can, I'm not classifying him as, as a bust either. I'm, now, the third, no. the third overall pick of this draft, I'm definitely defined as a bust. Adam Morrison, a straight bust. The reason I, I, I highlighted this draft class, because you look at the first 12 picks, I want you all to count how many people are a bust. Adam Morrison, Tyrus Thomas. Sheldon Williams, uh, Patrick O'Brien, Muhammad Sani, and Hilton Armstrong. Six of those players are busts out of the first one. That's just a bad draft. Yeah, we just, yeah, yeah, see, see that's why I wouldn't even classify a lot of those people as busts because they were just a bad draft class. Yeah. Right. So, But Bargnani had, was supposed to be the franchise player eventually, yeah. and he never got to that point. But he still was a very solid NBA player. Was he yeah. very solid? I think he I was. Think he was a, yeah, I think score. he was a solid. Yeah, I think he was talking about a guy who was averaging 21. He averaged 21. 17, 15, multiple times. He was not, I, I think he could have been a lot better. Yeah. He was disappointing, but I don't think he was a complete bust. When you, yeah. Especially when you look at these names. Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison is like a bust. I mean, at third of, third overall. A dude who, he averaged 11 his rookie year. Then after that, fell like four points, four points, one point. NBA point. champion. Crazy. With who? What? He, he knows the answer. He uh, just wants me to say it. I'm not uh, saying it, though. Uh, Sheldon Williams. Crazy. Fifth overall pick. Hella career. Hey, he dude. winning, though. Yeah, I got to say I, that. Which is ridiculous. He I is don't winning. even want to say why. <laughs> yeah, he winning, though. Uh, Patrick O'Brien. Ninth uh-huh. overall pick for the Golden State. Golden State Warrior fans don't even know who that is. Yeah, it was uh, short-lived. Very short-lived. But this is what I mean. Like, how can Andre Bariani be a bust when he was number one? Because he wasn't a all they had he was Andre. They had, uh, yeah, they, they passed on LaMarcus Aldridge, but He averaged double digits for his whole night. What was their options? Adam Morrison, Tyrus Thomas? I mean, Brandon Roy was there, but at the time, he wasn't a number one pick type guy. So if that's the case, 
if if Wiggins continue to do what he's doing now, which is averaging like fifteen, is he considered a bust? I don't think Andrew Wiggins is a bust. I think he's very disappointed. But the, yeah. then again, the expectations that they put on him, I never believed in anyway. Andrew Wiggins is like the model player for he came in with so much hype. And it's basically if he didn't live up to any of it, he was going to be considered a bust. Because look at his look at like look, let's look at his career. Mm-hmm. Seventeen point score rookie year. Then went up to twenty. Then yep. went up to twenty three. Went down to seventeen. Now it's that's, at sixteen. That's when Jimmy came. He went down to seventeen. Right. And now it's sixteen. I don't think that that's a bust. Do I think that this is number one pick type uh, material? No. no. Yeah, especially not after because if he was drafted years. later, yeah. we wouldn't have that expectation on him if he was drafted. Right, later. but that's what well, that's what a whole bus is. I mean, if he was a second round pick, he's he's looking like a god as a second round pick. Mm-hmm. But the the fact that he was the number one pick. And the fact that he hasn't produced anything yet. Or improved. Well, he has not improved. Right. Good, good point. That's what May he, mean something. Yeah, he's not a rookie anymore. He's, what is he in his fifth year? Yeah, yeah. fifth and year. He and he's still the really same player. Including anything else into his game. All right, let's move on now. That's just bad scouting. Yeah. yeah in my that, that is a part of bad it. Bad scouting and, and bad, bad player development. Bad media. I mean, but some players come in and they, they reach their ceiling. You just got to know that, though. I mean, that's just he how was traded for. now. They see like a high flyer dude that's tall and dunking, ever, dunking on everybody, and they quick to just put him the next LeBron or next so and so. Are you taking shots? No. High flyer compared to LeBron? Sound like you're taking shots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. That was inadvertent. All right. Okay, since we're talking about comparisons and everything like that, <laughs> Dave Yeager. Compared his young two players mm-hmm. to Russell and KD. Facts. Fox and Bagley. Facts. How y'all feel about that? Half of that is true. The Bagley to Durant comparison is way off. Yes, that's so, way off. I don't see that. Do y'all know the other Fox and, to it? Fox yeah, and Luka, with Luka Doncic, yeah. Yeah, it made a lot more sense that he said that after he That's he the more surprising thing. That's the thing that I think should be the headliner is what he said about that. He basically just came out and said, yo, Brandon Williams, who who is in charge of the draft pick, got it wrong. He basically said that he would have liked Luka, but he had no say. No. And he got Marvin Bagley sitting on his bench, basically. And that, and that's why he was on the hot seat. My be- quote is, is him clearing that up. He said that that's not what he was saying, and that's why he's mentioned these two being compared. I mean, I, he was like, I don't have no problem. I got the next Westbrook and Durant. Right. So why would I have a problem with that? Um, I don't know if he's comparing them to them not to or he's comparing the duo, yeah, the duo right, to right. the duo. Yeah. That would I make way more sense. Yeah, if he's comparing the, like, that made some sense. If he's comparing the duo, then I can see it, and I kind of can agree. You know, I'm well, that they have potential to be a nice young duo moving forward, but even though again, Bagley – the Westbrook Fox comparison is close, you know, as yeah. far as personnel goes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I can see it. So I don't know which way he was going yeah. with it because I mean, as Derek said, Marvin Bagley is doesn't have KD in him. He can't. Yeah, he's not a that, shooter. That's you know? why I'm, I'm thinking he's comparing the duo because that's kind of outrageous. Right, Bagley yeah. to the Durant is just outrageous. But then that first, <laughs> that first half, close. first half, not so much. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that boy De'Aaron Fox got the speed of Russell. Maybe he might he he might be faster than Russell. Yeah, he got the speed of like John Wall. He yeah, he's he's yeah, quick as ever. Playmaking, rebound, and he's starting. To he's got that like fire too. Yeah, he's playing that floor general for that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like watching him play. I like watching that team play. Yeah, um, which is so weird to me that Dave Yeager was on the hot seat when he may be he should be a consideration for one of the coaches of the year. Yes, he yeah, should. he should. That team was projected to win twenty something games, and they're, and they're almost there. And they're fighting for a playoff spot. They're fighting for a playoff spot. Would y'all like to see them in the playoffs? 
yeah, for yeah. that for that fan's sake, the longest the longest drought in NBA, like the current NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love for it. I would love to see it. The team going against them going to love it too. I don't think Sacramento no playoffs. That's what I meant for like. For I don't like think they no playoff team. I think they're a good up and coming team, and they definitely produce this season. Mm-hmm. I don't think they no playoffs. But so, they can be like that first year what, what, OKC team, right? Yeah, yeah. They they made it in when they weren't expected to, mm-hmm. or just, or that first year Bucks yeah. team. It's just who's gonna fall out for them to make it, right? I mean, I don't think they will. Trust me, yeah. I don't think they will. Yeah, but it would Rock be cool to on, see. Are back on track. Just one four in a row. No, you got to rephrase that. James Harden is back on track. Yeah, yeah we said the last episode though that he was on the need to have forty six. Point games like he just did against the Jazz. Yeah, he's doing his thing. Back in a rotation. Because nobody else had a good game except for PJ Tucker. That's his role, dog. So if we get to that point where James Harden is legitimately doing stuff like this on a nightly basis, is he an MVP candidate? Yeah, hell yeah. Has to be, right? Hell yeah. Has to be. Even if we got gonna have to get rid of those first 15 games if he comes in and that team goes on a crazy streak and he's averaging Y'all 40. Y'all give me y'all five game. current MVP candidates right now? Just five. I know it's just loosely. Giannis. 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 Yeah. Steph uh, Curry. Okay. Kawhi. Okay. LeBron. LeBron. I, I got to take Kawhi out for now. Yeah, I don't think Kawhi's in my top five been at the moment. Without him, he's been missing games. You know what I'm saying? Just and then when he did come back, they lose. Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't. Mm. The Bucks are only one game away from them now. Yeah, <laughs> but the Bucks even themselves have been struggling as of recently. I don't know. I don't know who's number five, but those would be my four. What about Paul George? Paul George. Paul George number five. Okay. Just making sure Paul George. I could put him beat in there. Because a lot of people been, been he's having twenty six. Yo, Stan. I don't mind stands, but I see why a person cannot like them because stands are crazy. Did I say that on the show? Is that before I hate the show? Stands on the show. Okay. Yeah, I hate stands so much. If I, I didn't already, they was like, who is your who your favorite player? And I was like, uh, Paul George. And now all the Paul George just hit me up like every game. You watching him go off? <laughs> I saw that tweet. Yeah, like every time you do something, like my DMs on Instagram or like Twitter be going up like, hey, did you just see the block yet? I'll be like, bro, I like him, but I'm not trying watching. to, yeah, I'm not doing it, watching his every move. That's um, that's why my pen tweet is like, because uh, people always ask me, Kenny, are you watching Blank Game? I'm always watching Blake Game, especially if it's late. I'm tuning into that game if it's a clo- close game just to see Thanks. what happens. You don't have to ask me if I'm watching that game because I am. It's kind of my kind of my job at this point, which which I love. You know, I, lo- I love that part. But um, we got a couple people, a couple teams on a little skid. The Trailblazers are one of them. Are lost they? their last. I'm sorry, the Clippers okay. are, lost their last four after that very very hot start. Is this the the real version of them? I, I hope not. I I, I I like them. I don't know why, but I like them. I like Shea Gillis Alexander. I like Tobias Harris. I just like teams that don't have like a star, but they're just yeah. playing good basketball, right. and winning games. Yeah, any, young. any given night. One of them could give you twenty, whether that be Lou Will, thirty. Tobias, or Tobias had thirty nine last night. Yeah, he can give you thirty. Yeah, I like their options. I don't think this is them. I don't think they're gonna continue that losing streak. They're gonna, no. yeah. Yeah, they're too solid of a team to fall See, completely out of the. My thing, my biggest thing about this is yes, it's exciting, and I like that type of basketball. But when it comes to the playoffs, would we much rather have the Rockets stars in the playoffs to compete against the heavyweights? Because I think, these young teams might get blown out of the gym. Right. Yes. Um, on the other side, I don't want to see a star going against a star that's basically by himself, and it's not that much competition as well. Yeah, you're talking you about Harden, like Harden yeah, Warriors, yeah. like the Warriors in the first Yeah, round. it wouldn't be that much fun. But Harden I, might know, put up the stats. As tough as Chris Paul has been to watch this season, I think when the playoffs come, we're He'll be get, fine. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm, if he does get injured. Right. Yeah, that's, 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 gotta throw that's that the problem. Yeah. Got to throw that in there. Same thing with the Spurs. You know, the Spurs, you know, ain't been playing the best of basketball. But, I mean, when it comes to the playoffs. Did they lose to the Bulls? They did. Yes, they did. But yes, so did they the did. Thunder. 
So did the Thunder. The thunder just, <laughs> but they they, they, they yeah, redeemed the themselves. Got their revenge. We yeah, they redeemed themselves. So and a very chippy matchup. The game slows down in the playoffs. It's a little bit different, and Rep, you know, referee ref, different. Yeah, so you know, and then you get to key in on a team for seven games. You have yeah. a coach like Popovich, you have a Demar Derozan and Lamarcus Aldridge. They might not be a favorite or a heavy seed, but they're gonna give you some go. Right, they're gonna give you some go. Especially Which, a team like the Nuggets or the Thunder. If they play them in the first round, they can definitely stretch that series out. What's the Warriors though? If they meet the Warriors, hell, I've, I've seen them give the Warriors some go. Well, they, they last four, year at four, they won at four strength. Yeah, they wasn't, and they still played them close in yeah. some moments. But what were you about to say? Which team would you rather see in the playoffs? Both teams are in the playoffs right now, but probably both teams won't make it at the end of the day. Clippers and Mavs. Clippers and Mavs. I'd rather see the Clippers. Clippers. I'd rather see the Mavs. Rookie of the Year candidate in there. Candidate? That boy got that locked oh, yeah. in the bag. Yeah, it's over I'd already. See the Clippers. I, I think the Clippers have a more yeah, realistic the are chance. Real, yeah, more playoffs. The Mavericks already. ain't ready for that. I mean, I would, I would, yeah, Clippers. It would just look good on Luca's resume that he came in as a rookie and brought that team to. I'm the trying playoffs. to seek a basketball. I don't really give a damn about. I know. I'm resume. just saying, like it would. But they're not good. a bad team. They're they're they're, they're not, a good team. I don't think they. I don't think they're as good as the Clippers. Personally. And if they do make it, they, what what you think they'll see they're looking at? Both of these seeds probably going to be like the bottom eight, right, eight and right. seven, yeah. And they both may make it. Right now they're both in it, so who knows? But we still got teams like the Rockets like right now, in it. The Mavericks, the Jazz not in it, the, the Mavericks Jazz will be playing against the Warriors right now if the playoffs start. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to watch that. <laughs> I watched the first game. I'm pretty sure the Warriors are going to sweep anyone they play in the first round. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't about know. That. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about, I don't that. about all that. I don't know. Because, I mean, if the Rockets made, just barely yeah. make it and that's the first round matchup, oh, that's yeah. going to be one hell of a dogfight for the first round. Especially, man, the Rockets need to make some moves, too. Uh, I, they yeah, definitely I know, do. I Shout out to gonna, Derek. They I know they're going to be looking at uh, Austin Rivers, too. Especially when I see that shot chart. <laughs> all three. <laughs> and layups. Threes and layups, baby. <laughs> Nothing in between. They, they, whew, them boys is horny looking at that. Um, the Pelicans. Uh-huh. Are they done? 15 to 16. Well, five, five and five. Nico Miritich has been injured for the, about a week and a half. This is an X factor for them. Um, so I'm, I'm going to hold off on saying they're done until they're completely healthy. For but they're a like good the team. Pelicans, though. That can mean a lot because if yeah. you miss game, if, if they start going on a losing streak, this is a bad time to go on like a losing right, streak. right because it could be hard for that team to catch up. I don't see that team going on no crazy streak. They did last year though, yeah. right after they the Boogie went out. They have a good team to do it. The yeah. league is different this year. Well, they have a, it's a it lot is, of, but it's I still like their team, team. and a lot of the team that is there came from last year. Yeah. You know, they still have Drew, mm-hmm. Etwan. Um, they got players playing great right yeah, now. You know, the top five players in the league that can go out and win you a game any night. I think it's. Probably, I agree with their you that problem this is, is though, though. Yeah, this is a bad time. I think their problem is they're only four deep. Like those four players you just named are their four players, and yep. each one more, so five. That bench is terrible, and they got nothing after that. Once Anthony Davis is out of the game and Julius Randle's not in there, they suck. And uh, that's going to be of a huge factor in them making the playoffs. Timberwolves, uh-huh. fourteen and sixteen. It's over with for them, probably. Probably. Yeah. So, they still play good though. They so just, they're fun to watch. Going, for, going forward, what do they do? Because this, they're not bad what, enough to get no top pick. Nah, I don't know what they do. They're wrapped maybe, up. Yeah, maybe they just focus on developing their team chemistry because they are new to each other. You know what? Now way. that I think about it, what they got for Jimmy, they don't need a top pick. The yeah. pick that they'll get probably you know thirteen, twelve. That might be just good enough for them. Uh, they, I mean, it seems like they drafted well with Josh Okogie. He seems yeah, good, like even though he's in and out of the rotation. Fits, fits a Thibodeau type of mold yeah. player. And the next year, they probably won't have D-Rose. I mean, maybe they will. Maybe they'll bring him back, but he's a, he's a uh, free he's agent. He's going to get a max next year. 
I think he's going to be hot on the market. <laughs> he's back in New York, baby. That's that Max player. <laughs> Another team that has like an eight Wiggins. Just that player on the books that I don't know if they're ever going to be able to get rid of him. John Wall right now. Yeah, John Wall's yeah, another one of those people. That's a perfect example. Um, Kid Gilchrist. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nick Batum. We, we could just yeah. name the whole Hornets <laughs> roster. Um, Biz Mac Cody Biondo. Zeller. Cody Zeller. Yeah, Cody Zeller is definitely one. Yeah, Cody. it's a couple people that's I just sitting there. We know this shit playing 2K. We playing 2K and Max. he would Chandler be like, Parsons. hey, anybody want Zeller? Uh, no, I'm okay. <laughs> I was literally trying to think of a trade with Chandler Parsons But one, one of those people can not get traded to the Bulls for Jabari Parker to get off that money. Give us a late first-round pick. And we'll we'll take that terrible contract you gave away. Let's look at the East though. Mm-hmm. Um the Bucks are getting close. Um the Pacers The Bucks are gonna be interested in this offseason. Yeah, because they got they they, they got, got some money shit to do. But they also have four of their starters not signed. Chris Middleton, Brogdon, but Brogdon Bledsoe and um Brooke. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? Since the market, the free agent market is gonna be so big, they might try to do the we gonna be patient, see what's out, and I mean, then they might lose. With the guys. team they have right That's now, that risk. with the team yeah. they have right now, are they a championship team? Yeah. Do you think they could buy into this team and put their money? I, in? That's a great. question. I think they need like, to make one more trade. That's a great question. For what type of player? I don't know. Because they, I, don't think they <laughs> I really don't know. Superstar. This would no, be. No. This I'm would talking be a about rotational to have a Jabari Parker off the bench for them. How he was last year. This year is a different Jabari Parker, but I like what he was giving them last year yeah. off the bench. Yeah, yeah, um, just trade for him back. Fuck it, I'll take him. Just give us that, whatever. Now, now in that contract, it ain't it ain't good to have. But um, yeah, I, I agree. They do yeah, need somebody. I, I think they could be a championship team because right now they're relying on like Sterling Brown, Pat Connaughton, yeah, yeah. Don, uh, Dante DiVincenzo. All of them okay. But yeah, like when the playoffs come okay. around. You gonna need somebody off that them. bench that's gonna be you know that guy and Tony Snell is need a veteran off the bench in the playoffs. <laughs> they got George Hill, which seems like a decent yeah, pickup so good. far. That was good. Like, who missed their last game? Who missed their last game? I'm not sure because Tony Snell started. Yeah, so Tony Snell it's started. Somebody. And Brown had 23 minutes off the bench, so somebody. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon didn't Malcolm play last Brogdon. night. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I like the way the East is shaping up, man. When you look at the Bucks and the Raptors and the Pacers, the Pacers I quietly 17, won seven, in seven a row. Not seventeen, seven. Um, and a lot of those without Victor Oladipo, yeah, but they beat the Seventy Sixers and they beat the Raptors in that streak. Sabonis has been going on the tilt. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're playing good defense. Yeah, they're laying their head on their. Defense. Yeah, they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. The and second I, best, I believe. I admit that I I thought that maybe this is going to be a year where they struggled. Because the teams knew him now. You know, like last year, they were surprised to the league. Oh, this team is gritty. They're going to defend. But this year, I thought that the teams would be able to match up well against them. But nope, they yeah, haven't. You so can't game them. plan for gritty and defend. Nate, Nate McMillan doing it again, man. He used to have the same type of team in uh, Portland. That we still we still haven't even talked about the 76ers and Celtics. Yeah. You know? I know the Celtics ain't got out to the star everybody expected, but they're still going to be a very dangerous team when it comes time for the playoffs. Right. Uh, the Pistons have impressed me, even though they went on a crazy losing streak. Um, they stay the ones that snap the Celtics. They lost, the they're actually losing just close games. Um, like, yeah, they had a good look Blake last sat night. Out of the game. They had a very good look at the end of the game against the Bucks that Blake missed, but it was the, one of the best looks he could have got. You know, they just yeah. didn't fall. And then when we look at yeah, six, seven, teams. and Facts. eight, yeah. If the Magic make the playoffs, bro, I'm going to feel good for their squad, bro. They've been out for a minute. They've been out of that contention for a minute. Since the White, right? Yep. Since the White. Hey, and guess what? Now it's another Dominic. The Heat heat are right there on the edge. (laughs) All right, Dominic, can we relax? Can we relax on the Dominic talk? You got a crush on him. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) relax. He's good. Ain't no Dominic, big man. Trust me. Shout out to the Pacers as well. They just hired the first female assistant GM, Kelly Kroskoff. 
I, I something hope I said that. yeah something uh, like that it's good enough she know we should, we just sit in love yeah that's that's always good to see our game continue to evolve yeah uh, we got Becky Hammond now with this pretty soon we'll probably have the head cut first right. one of head coach saying, this it's probably gonna be Becky if Becky, somewhere yeah, yeah. Yeah. Becky's gonna probably be um, which is kind of cool you know we yeah. we around to see some of the first things happening in the game that's been around for so long so that's yeah. pretty unique. Um, they not too long ago they had the female refs start coming in, didn't they? Yeah, yep. yeah. There's a couple of them right now. They were uh, refing the Bulls game last night. My girlfriend was like, "Oh, she is that a girl?" I was like, "Yeah." I mean, we have female refs in the league now. So yeah, it's uh, funny. Like players came out and like criticized them. Yeah, but not because she was a girl. No, no, but like for calling the game right. too soft. That right, was Chris Paul. that was Chris Paul. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, the women could come in the NBA and, and do whatever. And, yeah, that's yeah, a not? you know, it's it's a mental thing. They know the game just as good as some men. Yeah. Uh, I don't ever want to see them play the game with men, just because physically it would yeah. just be. It, it's, it's, it's they're just you know what I mean. It's it's we know the difference physically. I don't. I haven't seen a seven foot woman in WNBA hmm. yet. And usually they're, <laughs> yeah. si- they're you six never know. Three. They evolve. Everybody evolving. Yeah, you and you, that's why I had to put the yet on there. Yeah, yeah. he was evolving, dog. They're, uh, we got six three guards. They got six three centers. So right. I saw that video of that girl dunking, dunking. the ball with yeah. one hand. Yeah, uh, she's six one. And she said she don't even want to go to the league. She's trying she tried to get doctor. She's shorter than you, and she's dunking, and you're not dunking. Hey, it be like it be like that. Yeah, it be like that. Yeah, it'd be hey, like that. Nate Robinson shorter than me. Facts. Nate Robinson, you dunking too. I'm dunking dunk. I ain't seen it, bro. <laughs> I, I ain't no. We didn't hoop the couple times. I ain't seen, I ain't seen I'm it. I'm not a dunker, I don't think but I, I can was, dunk. I haven't seen him dunk. I've actually time. seen Derek dunk before, though. I seen him He's dunk seen once me dunk in my too. life. For all I know, Derek, I seen him dunk once. Maybe we were there together because I saw him dunk once too. <laughs> <laughs> Where at? Because I never I think, I, I think it was at the uh, yeah. yeah, he had dunk. They may have lowered. They may have lowered the rim. That was his prime, though. That's my boy. My boy, they put it at. He hate. He told you lower the rim. I don't know. He got a hate. Um. Since he won a lot, we're going to bring up this. The NBA exec <laughs> says L.A. Lakers probably at some point will trade Brennan Ingram. We, I know we addressed this last uh, episode, but now it's like, I can see it. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, Mike. I see him getting traded in the future. They've been fine without him. Without him, right? Right. right. I don't think it's going to be this season, though. I def- they're Whoa, definitely going to the offseason. I think, think it could be, be this season. Yeah, because like Contreras said, they look fine without him. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are available. Uh, it's a time to strike. They've been rolling. And, and the, the way that the West is looking, no, you know, the – the Nuggets um, are the top seed right now. The Warriors have cooled, have looked like a regular team. They don't mm-hmm. look like this 2K team anymore. The, the Lakers might have some confidence. They've been playing real good basketball, 7-3 and three in the last 10. Lonzo been doing his thing with LeBron. They had, had both had double. the triple-double. Yep. Everybody you know, set the world on fire. So if you go and you can trade Brandon Ingram for Bradley Beal, I think that they would do it now. Man, I'm not against trading them. Not this February, but I just think they, they're going to pull the trigger in the summer. That's my prediction, at least. But I'm cool with trading Brandon Ingram. Why wait? You know what's crazy though? If we were talking about a few months ago, you were completely against trading Bi. Mm -hmm. So I would have been too. I would have been too. Mm-hmm. I would have been. And too. I love Brandon Ingram. He has they my just heart. don't compliment and each other. Is he always? If he gets traded tonight, will you still look at him as always being a Laker? A Laker, or is, is, it, is, it like, is it too short of a time for him to always be a Laker? Is it like how we look at D Rose. They rolled there so much for this city. Yeah, yeah. relax. I mean, it's, it's, you know, eight, eight years. Yeah, because I still look at DeAndre Russell as that Laker. Really? Yeah. After one season, he's yeah. he's a Laker. Okay. Yeah, I don't think y'all are always gonna look at Brandon Ingram as a Laker because he gonna probably he you gonna have go, to look at him as a bull soon. He gonna have to he gonna grow into mm-hmm. an all star somewhere else and right. hit his full potential. But I, you gonna look at him and be like that was once my guy. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad if he went off somewhere and became a star. Like I, I want to see him. I want to see him glow up. 
uh, I want to see him grow up too. And this is this is the hard part. And this is why, as a, as a deep down Laker fan, you know, it's fifty fifty with the LeBron thing because so many people got to suffer from it. Even Lonzo Ball, that was one of my things to low. He was talking about Lonzo numbers ain't you know as high in certain statistical it's categories. Just, well, yeah. It's because LeBron. Those stats kind of lie with Lonzo. You can see they definitely play well together though. Like they both. Are the same person on the floor in terms of passing rise. I don't. Can y'all name me a, a teammate LeBron has had that has ever averaged like crazy amount of assists? No, he no. takes the ball out of everybody's hands, and I know the speculation was he wanted to play the off off ball, and because that's the, probably the right thing to do. But when he get on that court, it's hard for him to not have the ball in his hands. Right. So I, I, I hear him, I feel him, but realistically. Nobody's gonna have LeBron James and not put the ball in that man's hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why Lonzo fits so well because it's not—he's not a person that pounds the ball all day and looks for an open person. Yeah, he's a he's somebody that's guy. gonna yeah. run in transition and find the open man, make the right play. I wish the NBA kept track of hockey assists. They probably do. As much to some extent, they, keep, yeah. they probably do keep those stats. Maybe not the NBA, but just some fans out there keep Facts. keep track. Oh, they favorite people. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see that because there are a lot of people in the league that get hockey assists, yeah. and I would love to see that. Yeah, I think Lonzo Ball will be a guy that's on top of that list. Um, shout out to Billy Donovan. Yeah, shout out to Billy Donovan. Mm-hmm. Donovan picked up his option, so he'll be the coach, of course, this season, but for next season as well. Um, a few things about Billy Donovan. Um, in his time there, he's 168 to 106 losses, which ain't bad. That's pretty good. He's the yeah, fourth winningest coach in the NBA yeah, during his time good. behind Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, and Brad Stevens. Yep. Um, and the Thunder are playing good basketball right now. Um, it helps that Russell Westbrook is playing a more mature brand. He still has his moments, and he's going to always be Russell Westbrook. But it's something a little bit more mature this season. Paul George seems to be a lot more comfortable. Um, Steven Adams and Steven Adams. I like the moves that they made. Sam Presti again. It's crazy. At the beginning of the season, we said Paul George didn't like, look like a number one option, but he's looking more so like that guy now. Mm-hmm. You know, But, you know, what's the difference? When we said that, who was missing? Russell Westbrook. Now that he's looking like it, who's back? Yeah. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, so. We, we but, but y'all, y'all keep forgetting there was like a four-game period where he there was no Russell Westbrook and Paul George yeah, was taking off. He was. Yeah. yeah. He's going to have his moments, but, you know, to be a number one option, you got to do that night in, night out. And, you know, like I said, he's my favorite player. I wish he was the number one option because then he wouldn't have to have felt the need to go back to the Thunder. What makes a number one option in y'all eyes? Um... Somebody that can carry a team far right. yeah. by right. themselves. Almost Not by themselves because nobody can really carry a team by themselves, but it's just like Kevin Durant is the number one option. I don't think Paul George is on Kevin Durant's level when it comes. So to there's it. only like three number one options in the league? It's very few. I don't think everybody's a number one option. That's yeah, the problem. And, that, and you got to differentiate that from just being the number one option on your team because they have the people they do on that roster. Yes, yeah. every team has a number one yeah. option, but Obviously. that don't mean you're a number one option amongst the the leaders. The, yeah, they lead the league. Because every team needs somebody that's going to have to shoot the most shots and be the go-to guy. But that don't mean that that's... You so know. you don't think he's a number one option this year? Who? PG. I mean, come on. This I don't like that phrase, this year. I Because mean, that's what we talk about. Yeah. I mean, but we talking about him as a basketball player. I don't think he's ever been like the number one. I think he has been he the has number one. He has been the Pacers. Yeah. Um, the Pacers. But he don't play like that. That, that That's the thing. That like when those Pacers was going against the Heat in them Eastern Conference Finals, that Paul George is not the same as, as Paul George right mm-hmm. now for obvious reasons. Um, and, and that's the problem. That's the Paul maybe, George that I felt. Maybe it doesn't seem like that to an extent. 
because Paul George, you can label Paul George as the number one option, but we all know whose team that is and who's the alpha dog in that team. So he, it, it seems like he's you always a, look at Russell Westbrook as the number one year, option though. too. He is, and I'm proud of him for doing that, and I, and I think that is well, and it and it's helping. Yeah, this them is the best year he's ever played. Um, we literally just talked about him in MVP conversation, so it's weird that y'all hey, say he's not a number one option. Billy Donovan has props too, because. At the end of the playoffs last season, we were talking about he he might he be should fired. get fired. Yeah, yeah he should have gotten fired. Now yeah, we put a lot of blame on him. Yeah, and, so and they've been missing Andre Roberson yeah. this whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he's gonna, gonna have him. See, but I'm saying so y'all trying to, y'all saying that Paul George is the number one option for the Thunder. Some nights, a, a lot of nights, yeah. The number one scoring option, yes. Yeah, I would I would agree with the number one scoring option. He don't. He don't need the. He doesn't have the ball in his hands right. all the time. But he is their their go to guy. Of, and that's part of Russell's development, growing. Yeah, that mature. I think is he doesn't need to shoot all the shots. Right. He doesn't need to have thirty a night if he's given ten rebounds or fifteen. Yeah, he quietly like averaged on a triple yeah. double. Yeah. 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 Then also late in games, you see them run plays for Paul George a lot now. But no, 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 no. no. Paul George is better suited for that than Russell Westbrook. He's yeah. the best player suited for that on their team. You that like that game winning shot against the Nets. He needs. He's the guy on, the, on their team. That you don't want Russell Westbrook yeah, Russell, shooting threes yeah, so, at all. Right. And that I goes think, back to. So okay, wait. Let's take a step back. I, I must. Am I misunderstanding what you're saying? What? Because I 100 percent believe that that Paul George has been their number one option this year. He, he might have. Russell Westbrook's been hurt for for some games. Even with Russell Westbrook there is what I'm saying that he has been their number one guy so on the offensive side question. of the ball. Yeah. If Jalen Brown goes off and it was a number one option for that night, is he a number one option? No, but Paul George George is averaging 25. But I'm saying Jason Tatum also has those games for the Celtics. But is he the number one option? Because Kyrie has them too. It's a different different David, You can say they haven't had one game, but he's been. No, no. Jason Tatum isn't a guy who happens one game. Am I correct? I'm talking about. In your example, no. Jalen Brown is not the number one option of the team. Let's name Jason Tatum. For that same example, that that night he goes off. No, he's no, not the but number I'm one. But I'm saying the, the same way you're saying it. You say Paul George has his moments where he's the number one option. No, I, I'm saying that he is the not yeah. the moments this season. He is the number one option. Not just this game, that game. The whole season, he has been the number okay, one option. Yeah, we, I say okay, we can say that. Okay, but I don't think he's a number a number one option still though. And just the, you like, just mean the yeah, league in general. Player, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think. I don't what does think he have to him. do to like to convince you that he's a number one? Uh, do just do it night in, night out. Like you can't have a two for sixteen performance in a closeout game. Right. You can't. Uh, Kevin Durant is not having a game like that in a in a in a, in a, a series deciding game. He's not having a game like that. Neither is LeBron James. I, and I, I don't, so it I, takes well, it takes it takes a season. So if he does this the rest of the season, including the playoffs, he's a number no, one. No, it takes time consistently throughout your career. Kevin Durant has become who he's become throughout his career to be who he is. Once that's my thing. One season is like okay, we can highlight it and talk right, about right. it, but it can't define you because then it's like. That's just like the five bad seasons and we dog somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like consistency. Hmm. I think Paul George has been a high-level two-way player. I think that's who he is rather than him being a number one option. And I'm saying this as a Paul George fanatic. I'm just keeping it real. No matter if you're my favorite player or you're my least favorite player, I got to keep it real. So, um, Bron, yeah, you, yeah, I was KD. Can you name more number one option? Is Kawhi considered the number one option? For the Raptors, hell yeah. Giannis. Giannis? Giannis, definitely. Embiid? Um, I don't even know. I, I don't Jimmy even know because Jimmy Butler takes a lot of those shots. I don't think Jimmy Butler's the number one option either, though. I think Jimmy Butler is like a Paul George, another high-level two-way player. He's a great number two to put against That's another thing. That is another thing. I'm glad you fucking said that, boy. Can Paul George be the number one guy on a championship team? Probably not. There's only like three people yeah, in the whole league yeah, that are that. Yeah. three people. 
So, so, he's so in your definition, you have to be the number one guy on the championship yeah, that's, level that's team. That's sometimes how I look at it because yeah. I, that's what made me say that about Jimmy Butler. I don't think Jimmy Butler could be a number one on a championship so, team. Do you think personally? That, but the Sixers have such a unique ass team. Do you think OKC's not a championship contender? I think they can't. I'm hoping that they are. It would be such a beautiful thing that they. This year is the is the year where I can look at a, de- a decent amount of teams and be like, they actually have a chance. Like, right. A yeah. But you know what they have to do to get there? They have to he can't play. have two for sixteen performances like that in big moments. Yes. Because he's had up. in the Jazz series, he had some big ass games. Yeah. But then he had some crazy games. It was like Paul George. What the? What you just had thirty five the last game. Now yeah. you have sixteen. That boy Ingles was clamping up that game. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> And and that, those are the deciding moments because again I don't you know I know Kevin Durant is one of the greatest scores in in the world and in, in NBA history so it's unfair to Paul George but that's just the the the, the um you know what's unfortunate what? that Paul George can average twenty five this season which he is right now also with eight rebounds four assists yeah. they could be the number one seed and he will not win MVP he's also leading the league in steals yeah, he's is. also leading the league in steals he will not win MVP they're just they're not going to give it to him. I don't know. Maybe it's because Russell Westbrook has got it the last couple, yeah. you know, a couple years ago. But if when I'm reading, you know, ESPN does it, NBA.com does it, the NBA ladder, like every week they're like, okay, this guy's the number one ahead of MVP. Paul George is never even top three. Mm. He's never even. He's never in that conversation. Yeah, let's look Russ at the, averages another triple double. Let's look at the he's people. Not, he's the, not. No, he's not. Let's either. look at the people that they're up against, though. Should Paul George ever be ahead of Greek Freak? Should he? He hasn't been this year, yeah. but who, I mean. Is he over LeBron? No, <laughs> because he you know does play with a, he does play with a Russell Westbrook. I think it's an example of what you talked about in terms of when people do these types of things. It's hard for them to go out there and go on to ten and pick a Paul George for the MVP candidate because who else is not going to put Giannis on their list? Who else is not going to put a Kawhi Leonard on that on their list? He's a very slept-on player in the league. All right. Nobody's got, I don't think many Paul people are going to go out there and put Paul George on the MVP. You know what's so funny? What? It's, he is a slept-on player in this league, but when he was getting his praise and just do, the the Pacers crumbled apart, yeah. and he was forced to try to carry a team that mm-hmm. was poorly assembled. So I, I feel like he's one of those players that he's great. Like I would say he's a great player, but he doesn't do well with the spotlight. Like as being exactly yeah. like the head of that team is without a doubt Russell Westbrook. Because I don't remember like those Pacers series with the Heat. I don't remember in the crunch game, crunch games did Heat always perform. Hell yeah, he he, he did his thing. That's how he. That's why that was yeah. actually a series because yeah. PG was take over, would take over. But see, they, they they took that right, and then he arrived because he going head to head with LeBron. He's he had some shots to take him to overtime and everything. Right. Taking him going with LeBron toe to toe. Yeah, toe to toe. That put him on a light. Like damn, Paul George yeah. is and serious. See, in his later years, he didn't play as well as. And then he got hurt. And then they gave him, like, Thaddeus Young, Miles Turner, when he had a solid team of George Hill, Lance Stevenson, David West. Fit their identity. Yeah, it fit him perfectly. Then he had to be forced. So once he arrived and was put on a thing as an elite player, he was put around poor pieces that didn't fit him, and his game kind of de-escalated. Then it looked like he was kind of overrated. Now he's back into a good situation. that's the answer. He he can't be dependent on to be that that. He need, everybody guy. needs the right pieces around them for them yeah. to elevate. Their Maybe it, it elevates him when he uh, he can depend on his other teammates to pick up that slack. It makes him play. I get it what takes you're that saying. Off of him. Yeah. But at the flip side, when we talk about elite players, we've seen LeBron not have a the yeah. the and right that's what pieces. Puts that separation still on. That's yeah, what puts the we've separation seen. On it. Ru- do you think Russell Westbrook compliments no. Durant? But he was still yes. able to be. You know. Yeah. So. Let's move on to the game to close out the show. Derek, you had something for us. All right, so 
I got another segment called Deal or No Deal where I give these guys trade scenarios. I, I love that you're doing and they, this. Um, you, made, you put a smile on my face. And they come up with Deal or No Deal. Okay. I feel like this is going to be hilarious, but let's go. He's, right. Hey, by the way, I asked him how many Lakers trade. Don't even, don't even. Yeah, don't, yes. hey, I don't want to know. Yeah, don't right. even. Bill gets away from Wall is the first trade. This involves the Miami Heat. Okay. Josh Richardson, Kelly O'Linnett for Bradley Bill and a first-round pick. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, who, the Wizards are giving a first, first rounder pick for Bradley Beal. The Wizards are giving it back to the Heat. Why? If they're already giving Bradley Beal up, is just some little extra? Nah. Bradley Beal is a, yeah. a, a yeah. all star caliber player. They're not giving up a first round pick and him. Does the, it would be no deal for you then? No deal. If you're I'm the hanging Wizards up the phone. If, if I'm the Wizards, the Wizards at least. If, if you're no, the Wizards, you yes, yes. Hello. You mean the Heat? If you're the Heat. If you're the Heat. If yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, come here. Yeah. 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 What else y'all got for us? Anybody can go what you mentioned. So take out the first round pick. Is no. Deal? No. Kelly Olenek and Josh Richardson for Bradley Beal. Hell no. Hell the no. The thing is that Bradley Beal's not on a bad contract. We need. We if need, it was John Wall, then I say yes. We need Bam or something with that. Y'all got to give it. Uh, Josh Richardson. I promise you, Bam, they probably saying Bam is untouchable the way he hey, did. I'm going to tell they ass Bradley Beal untouchable for y'all. <laughs> if you would have switched it for John Wall in that case, then I would say yes on both sides because. The Wizards have to get rid of that contract that's going to be paying him $40 million eventually. I still think you probably have to add Goran Dragic to that trade. Yeah, to give him a card. For, yeah. I don't think you do uh, Josh Richardson and Kelly Olenek for John Wall. Because they, they don't have Austin Rivers no more. They got Actually, they got Sadoransky. Honestly? They got Sadoransky, but I don't know if you want to run a PG. I, I don't think the, the Heat, Heat may even say no to yeah, that. I don't think Because the they love Josh Richardson. I don't think the Heat would want John Wall and Dragic either. And mm-hmm. yeah, the Heat do love Josh Richardson. But they also don't have any money to go get an all-star type player. So they have to trade for one or try to, I don't know. Develop Josh Richardson, I don't know. (laughs) Next. Bradley Beal for Josh Hart and Brandon Ingram. Mm, Beautiful. Uh, Deal. I want to, I I, I deal. I'm just going to say deal, but I wish Kelly Bray was still there so they could add him on today. No, that makes sense. If they added him on today, you would have to give up more. I'll give up a little bit. Do the Wizards say yes to that without like any picks? Okay, so, uh, I, I know, no, I'm just asking. You know, I'm not saying you don't have to. That it just goes. I'm just asking. Wizards. I don't think the brand. I think the Wizards need to hit the reset. I think that's what they. Need uh, to do. I don't I think don't they're know. gonna be a championship team for a minute, ever. I don't. That know. could be one. That could be one. So I think they just need to change it up. Not with that, this if that means roster. getting Brandon Ingram and letting him blossom into whoever he's gonna be, do it because they're not winning with John Wall and Bradley Beal. Next, I don't know if they know that though. I, they don't. They if they don't, don't know that, they they need they need they some therapy. They just went out and got Trevor Ariza for a young Kelly Uber. They think that they can compete on some level, oh, but okay. Anthony Davis for Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, and Josh Hart. I'll take it. I say no if I'm the Pels. I'll say t- yes if I'm the Lakers. I say no if I'm the Pels as well. Just because I think Boston could give you three first round picks and Jalen Brown, which mm-hmm. is gives you just a little bit more flexibility to build your team. And I still don't think they're in a place where they need to trade AD yet. He's not a free agent this year. You know what I mean? What if AD resigned? It's it's definitely possible. It's, crazy. it's definitely possible for him to resign there. It's also gonna be sad in my eyes because he's not winning there. Yeah, he's not winning. And I don't see them getting. It, but they could one. they could reorchestrate their entire roster in two years. Because, going, yeah, two in, years. in two years, which he he will be a free agent in the year and after not this season after next season they could reorchestrate their roster because they have a lot of that bad money off the books. 
So he could resign. If they, if what's his name, Dale Demps, that's their GM, right? Yep. If Dale Demps said, Anthony, I know we haven't done a great job with putting a team around you before, mm-hmm. but we have X amount of money, and we're going to tell you to pick the players you want to try to get, and that's who we go for. He may be like, I'm, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I might tell him I might, I might need a one-year deal. See how this one team plus, works. Like a one plus one, yeah, like all the stars do. That would be bad in the long term. I think all players should think about that. If you're a star, at least. If you're like a player that's barely making it, take all the money you can. But they also have the fear of the, the, the injury thing. Right. So it's hard to turn down 250 mm-hmm. on the table. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next one is Anthony Davis and Solomon Hill for Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, and a first-round pick from the Celtics. That is impossible. Yeah. The money don't, don't work match. out. Terry Rozier's on a rookie contract. Yeah. Jalen Brown, Jaylen Brown, Brown yeah. also on You would have to throw in, like, Gordon Hayward. I was about to put Gordon Hayward on oh. but then I thought that would be too much. Or Al Horford. Marcus Smart work. AD is arguably a top I don't think so. I don't think it I will. I just did it on 2K. Hit okay. Not with Solomon Hill there. Solomon, Solomon Hill made $13 million. I don't think the Celtics like want Solomon Hill at all. I don't, th- I don't think he wanted him. I thought it was just an AD thing. But they would have to add some players um, for the for the, the player amount to work out so they don't have too many players. But you can cut players and things like that. You right. can't do on 2K. So take Solomon Hill out of that. Add a couple more picks because they the, the Celtics yeah, have one the Clippers. Probably gonna be enough. They have the Grizzlies. They have the Sacramento Kings one Kings. this year. So that's three picks. But that's funny because all three of those teams are playing well. Yeah. They're playing well so this year. I still want them picks, though. Recipe is Ochi who got cut, by the way. But keep going. I, ironically, around the time Austin Rivers got cut. <laughs> Jabari Parker for yes. a Utah Jazz second round. That one makes the yeah, money they, don't they make they sense. They have to add twenty million to nothing. Yeah, what? They would just oh. gain twenty million dollars. I, I felt like they were just trying to get rid of them. So my boy, him. my boy, blindly was just putting shit together. I don't know who they would have to put in there for that to work because I don't think the Jazz. They don't have that. What were the trades they mentioned before for the Jazz? They mentioned Derek Favors, which makes zero sense for the Jazz. It makes zero sense. He produces for them. So I, I don't know if there is an option. Is he a bus? Derek Favors? No. He's a third overall pick. Third overall pick. I think he, his game style doesn't fit the modern NBA now. But he's good. Yeah, right. he's still good. That's my point. He's just not a star. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's a bus. He's been he's been pretty solid and consistent his whole career. And then when Gobert's not playing good, they have him at the five and he throws. Right. And I think I think he plays better at the five to be honest. Ricky yeah. Ricky Rubio. And making fourteen million a year, Favors makes seventeen almost. Yeah, they don't. They don't have a lot. They of don't have no bad contracts. Yeah, they don't have. But which is beautiful. At the same time, I don't think they have much cap space either, right? I don't think they have much cap space either. To I don't even know. Go through the next trade though. Um, oh, to gain the twenty million off top. Yeah, I, I don't think no team can just take on. 20 no, no team can take on twenty. No, no. deal. All right, Eric Gordon goes to a happy situation. Eric Gordon and P.J. Tucker for Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and a first-round pick. No, it makes no sense for the Rockets. Wait, 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 wait. Say that trade one more time. Eric <laughs> Gordon and P.J. Tucker for a B.I., Josh Hart. And a Eric Gordon for Brandon what? Ingram? Wait, what? <laughs> I, at first, I had a. I had a I, was looking at, I thought he said Aaron Gordon. Eric. He said Aaron Eric. Gordon? <laughs> Why would we want him? Why wouldn't you want Eric Gordon? What? That man has been having a bad season. He is For having Brandon a bad season. Ingram? Yeah. And Josh Hart. Are you smoking his PCP now? And Josh Hart. <laughs> Are you... S- Brandon- I told y'all this is about to be Bro. funny. <laughs> I would do it with the GM in the league. Oh, my God. Staying at the... Staying at the... Staying. You would have got kicked out of my my, G, my, my Bro, If GM. you were the Lakers GM and accepted that trade... Hey, shout out to everybody that's in, my, in, in the my league on PlayStation 4. Y'all know how I am with the trade. When, when people do stupid trades, I boot them. 
you even think about offering somebody a dumbass trade, you got to get the, the boot. What else you got? That's it. I came uh, we ended on that note. Now, let's end on this note. Thank you so much for watching the show. Oh, shout out to James Dolan, too. You know, he's not cl- closed-minded in selling the team. He's open to it. I might. That's the first time anybody have shouted out James Dolan in a positive way. I might be hollering <laughs> at you in 24 to 36 months. I'm interested. Thank I might you. have some team with some some team buyers with me. You know, it ain't just gonna be solely me. Um, Anybody else we got to shout out? Shout out to Markel Folks. Shout out to uh, Sheldon Williams one more time. That's I don't know why because I don't think he probably don't even know why. Do y'all know who he's married to? No, Candace Parker. Oh, do y'all know what Sheldon Williams looks like? Can I show you real quick so I can get a reaction? I'll show, I'll show you. Yeah, show me. Y'all been coming up with some crazy stuff because he said Lamar when he had came with Lamar Odom's dad. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even they don't even know about yeah, that. That's the crazy know. part. They don't even know about that. Ugh. Yeah, check out Lamar Odom's <laughs> dad. He said, "Ugh, uh-huh. he ain't sexy." Wait. No. <laughs> oh yeah, I, yeah, I know him. Look at that. <laughs> oh, shout out to one of my faves, man, Austin Rivers. Got cut by the release, not cut, but released by the Suns, so he can go to a playoff contender team. I hope you go to a situation. The Wizards was too dysfunctional for a dude like that. Other than the Rockets, is there another team Sixers. that could use him? Sixers. You think Don't, so? Sixers. TJ McConnell. TJ McConnell. They got TJ McConnell. He's a combo guard. He plays two and one. I guess Austin Rivers is the same thing. No, I'm saying also oh, I thought you were talking about TJ Because, I mean, they just need some people that they can put on a wing. Don't they be, don't really have nothing. Don't but they, they playing Furcon, Corkmaz. The Heat? The Heat yeah. don't, I don't Isn't know. Yeah, man, the Heat don't Tyler need nothing Johnson? about no guards. They got Tyler Johnson, yeah, Roderick, he, wouldn't you rather have Josh Richardson. I would rather have Austin They're paying Rivers. Tyler Johnson then 19, you rather have Austin That boy better play if he getting paid 19 million. Who would you rather have instead of Austin Rivers? He would rather have Austin Rivers than Tyler Johnson. Yeah. I don't know Tyler Johnson do his thing. He I'm always a, hurt though. I'm a big Austin Rivers fan, so I want to see the Clippers could return, bring him back. That would be. I don't. They, could, they could bring him back. Doc, you've been great <laughs> so far. Actually, Doc not even in charge no more, is he? Nope. So it wouldn't even. Doc, yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not. Not happening. Uh, Lawrence, who used to coach the Nets. All right, Lawrence. Thank y'all so much. We love y'all, Devin Booker. Do Peace. not do that again to my team, boy. <laughs> <laughs>